Hey yo, welcome back to the Zach and Black Podcast. Zach is out right now, he's not feeling too good. So for my co-host, y'all know him, y'all love him. Tony, say what up to the people. Yo, 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 what's going on, what's going on? Yeah, we we about to get into it today. Uh, we, we about to get a bit more personal. But you know, since this is going to be a Tony and Black Pod we're in the studio that we can smoke in. Yeah, so. we get to smoke and drink. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Turn up. We usually wait till we're done to do all of this, but, you know, we're going to get it in now. Right now, we got a young Cali Blaze pre-roll with the key fall over it. Cinnamon Churro, 42%, y'all, and oh, wow. this is not a plug. All right, this is oh, no wow. plug. They don't know about us, uh, so, yeah, we just smoking it because we like it. Because we like it, yes. yes Sponsorship's sir. coming soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, let me go ahead and spark this first before we get into it, y'all. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm skeptical about opening up, but I kind of feel like I need to open up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's it's the podcast, and I'm I'm here for it. Going to yeah. open all the way up. Yeah, man. Uh Tony here is having some relationship problems, all right? But uh, before we get back into that, let's just go over the week, man. Okay. Dog, uh, so I I have a fiancé now. <laughs> oh, you proposed! Yeah, I did propose. Uh, we actually ended up winning a, uh, what was it? We won a radio contest for 105 Wonder Bounce. Um. They ended up buying me an engagement ring and a wedding band, and we had a beautiful dinner, beautiful dinner at this uh, steakhouse uh, downtown Detroit. You know how many courses? Um, It was four, four courses. Oh, shit. Um, But uh, yeah, at a steakhouse called the Caucus Club uh, downtown Detroit, it was pretty nice. Business attire at minimum. They had a live band. Someone else ended up proposing too while we were there. I mean, it was it was Valentine's Day, special so. night. So definitely, definitely. But yeah, man, uh, I was finna be married out here, so Zach ain't gonna be the only one. Um, but yeah, you know, just speaking of my relationship, Tony over here, he's having a bit of a he's having a bit of a dilemma here, and he wanted to come through and talk to you know Doctor Black. You know what I mean? You yes. Know, uh, I've been uh through quite a few relationships and um quite a few women myself i i feel like i understand the dynamic a bit better than you you know i'm, I'm not the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah i agree i'm not none of these uh red pill content niggas on youtube or nothing like that where all the stats are had you know but uh i know a little bit about a little bit so i'm gonna go ahead and try to help tony out uh you know with his stuff that's going on and uh yeah from here we'll just uh give it a tone yeah so basically I've been in a relationship. Well, I was in a relationship for going on like six years now. Um, and it's, it, you know, just like every relationship, it starts off strong uh, and and full of love and full of passion and stuff like that. But as we got towards the fifth year, it got like a little like, I don't know, like dingy. Like I, I don't really know what to call it, but like, but what, what do you mean, like specifically by dingy? Like, uh, like just a breakdown in how you all treated each other, or just is it overall just, uh, you know, just relationship fatigue? Because I mean, like, like seven Damn. year itch is a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds more like what it is, like relationship fatigue than what actually happened because what actually happened is we like kind of got tired of each other we got tired of each other but she kind of got tired of me first and but i was like you know what i'm saying when that happens like say if a girl pulls away from me you know what i'm saying i'm gonna try my hardest to pull away quicker so it was just like a, a terrible domino effect to like you know um not being able to problem solve in the relationship. Um, um, would you say that that is the main problem, the problem solving, or it's 
look, look, I'm, I'm gonna be calling you Ant most of this time. All right, he okay. he goes by Tony. All right, I call him Ant, and when I get serious with him, that's that's what I call him. So that's that's what y'all gonna hear tonight. So Ant, I I don't want no sugarcoating. All right, I know problem solving is not the problem. Problem solving is definitely not the problem. I, okay, I, I, I'm gonna I, open I, up a little more. Right, like, come on, come on, let's, I'm gonna let's open do up it. a little more. Okay, so like we got we got two kids together. Yes, sir. Ages. Ages. Uh, uh, I have. I actually have a total of three kids, but like with her, the two children are um, four and three, and uh, you know, Tajer and Simba. Uh, Tajer is the oldest out of out of her kids or whatever, and Simba is the youngest out of all three of my kids. So four and three, and um, so I don't know. Like when I became a father especially with her it, it got a little harder like it got harder to please her it got harder to you know what i'm saying like make her horny it got harder to make her happy it got harder to make her like content with the life that she chose you know what i'm saying <coughs> sorry it's the dosh <sighs> all right so um let me let me let me see if I'm hearing you correctly. <coughs> the uh all right, so once she had once she had her kids, um right. you feel as if that uh it's been harder for you all to be partners, like 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 in, in a in a in a singular sense. Like, um what I'm what I'm hearing is uh you said that it's harder to please her, um, you know, harder to have her feel sexual exactly <laughs> towards you and 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 things like like things that were much easier when there were no children yes all right yes. and uh could you think that this could be just because uh her uh proclivity is to make sure that her and her children are being protected and provided for which is i would say you know on a balance of probabilities most women's outlook when they do have children uh could you agree yeah i agree with that she's just looking for protection and and stability um, um and I'm, I'm 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 sorry to cut you off but uh are you providing that i know I, and i'm gonna I, be honest as of now i'm not what 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 about then when you were always still you know within the same household yeah i mean like then like back then like i was providing uh and i was protecting as well what does that uh what does that look like for you i mean for me like you know i'm keeping away all the people that i think is like bad or toxic for her and the family um you know i'm keeping her fed i'm keeping her you know weeded up i'm keeping her like you know ecstatic uh, you know and that's what i was doing and this is this is before the kids came so when the kids did come all of that kind of slowed down because you know i got to focusing on the children um but you know when the kids did come she preferred to parent alone that was like one of her main choices. She wanted to parent alone. She wanted to do it by herself. Do you think she preferred that? Or do you think that it was a choice that she had made in seeing the capabilities of your parenting? Because, because um, you know, if I'm going to get close to this myself, um, my fiance, she does a lot of the uh, a lot of the parenting stuff um you know between the two of us i work a lot and i'm out of the house you know at inopportune times and stuff like that so if you were just on the outside looking in um it would look as if she preferred doing all this uh this parental care and whatnot but at least in our situation what our problem was um you know got 
some of us can be dumb, you know, every now and then, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. the, in the parenting aspect and stuff like that. We can think, you know, everything's right as rain, but shit is upside down, you know, and I'm not just calling us boneheads or anything, right. but I mean, some females will turn around, they'll look at you and be like, you know what? I'd rather do this because this is how I want it done. And because there's no conversation about it, it can look like she wants to do it instead of maybe the feeling inside of her telling her that she has to. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you're saying she she prefers to want to do it, but she has to do it. So she's in fight or flight. Is that what you're saying? Um, I wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say it's a fight or flight thing. Um, but what I'm what I'm saying is, is like I said before, it could just be a situation where she's like, I have to do this rather than I want to do this. Like, like, like for me, um, you could look at me and be like, damn, Trevor's been working since he's 14. He must like working. I don't. <laughs> I, I have to. But the way that I do it, it make it looks like uh, it, it makes it look like I like it, it, like I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Just because, mm-hmm. like, especially how I'll be trying to tell y'all, like, yeah, y'all need to do this, y'all need to get this job, y'all need to work more hours, blah blah blah. And I'm I'm bigging it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at least for us, that is a have to. You know, it's not a I want to. I make it look like I want to, but this is something I have to do. So women could also be in the same mind state as in like. I don't want to be the the parent doing all the child rearing, but I have to like, as if it's as if it is something that is a uh, biologically driven, which part way it is, it is, which it's part instinct. Well, 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 yeah, def- definitely instinct. So she could be like, I want to do this because, because I'm a mom and it's in me for me to do it. But what I am saying is, if you all never had an actual conversation about it, it could have been a she felt I have to do this because maybe maybe you were lacking something in that. And then that added to the breakdown, because not only is she looking at herself as the um, the sole provider of that parental care. She's also in a relationship with you. But because that's dragging her down, it drags down other things, you know, uh, drags down, uh, you know, maybe drags down the love between you two. It drags down the kindness. It drags down the the bullshit conversations that you all would usually have. But now you're walking past each other in the house. Damn. You know, things like that. So you understand where I'm coming from, from, from that standpoint. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what I'm asking you, if you can be maybe a little bit more personal with the viewers, um, when you were talking about providing and protecting, to be honest, most of that stuff was not about provision. Like you were providing the entertainment, the lulls. You guys were provide, providing happiness. What I'm talking about is something as a concrete foundation. Like, Damn. Like, 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 like were, were you working? Were you going? Oh, in no. Uh, you, yeah, you know I didn't. Because I, mean? I know, like, we'll keep it, you know, friendly, you know, for everybody. But I know, you, you know, the block, you know. Yeah. I I had to hit the block a few times. <laughs> you, you, you know what we do. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? But. Do you think once she had children that the provision that you were providing from the block wouldn't be enough to raise a family? Is that is that safety just because you're bringing money in with the type of work that it allegedly was? No, no, that definitely it was not safe. And it was not right. So, and so, so could you see where a breakdown could begin? Yeah, actually. You know, and, and it's funny that you said that because around that time, 
is actually the time where she start distancing herself from me. Um, because that probably showed her, you know, like, hey, hitting the block is not the right thing to do. Like, it's like, it's like not grown. It's not, um, responsible. And it's definitely not being protecting. And it's not being a provider. I mean, it is, but it's, it's, it wasn't enough to sustain uh, one, two, three, four, four, forehead home, you know. And, and just, just from the standpoint of, you know, what type of alleged business it was like unsavory characters are going to come around. And like, even if you are, you know, you raking it in, you bringing it in and everything like that the safety aspect sometimes outweighs the provision aspect because there's no point of the provision if you're not safe to be able to live within what you're providing. And you could feel unsafe when somebody is doing that type of thing. So since we finally got down to the bottom line of what maybe, maybe uh, the bedrock is of why the change in the relationship happened what did you two do to try to create some type of solace or or some type of mutual um agreement to try to you know bring this together or what what did you guys do i mean i considering the fact that it's fucked up right now i didn't do anything i just only like cured it with band-aids like okay so i would go buy some weed or go get some liquor. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, I'm not making you happy, but this will make you happy. You know, like, um, this will keep you suffice. Like, I don't know. But, I don't know. It's just it's it's just a a tough way to be in a relationship when it's closed and it's and it's and the reason it was closed is a even tougher apple to bite because just like you said, you know what I'm saying, when you're not doing certain things, she's put in a position to where she has to do instead of want to correct you know and it it and it makes her probably feel like hey there's nothing here for me and so um i don't know like i feel like it might not be nothing there because of the loss but i figure if i keep trying the love will come back somehow. All right. Um, with with that said, I'm going to bring it back to my relationship. Um, with trying. Has to. What has to come to fruition with with trying is actual fruits of the labor. Something that is tangible. Because for a long time, it's still even, you know, sometimes now I'll I'll tell my fiance, I, I mean, I'm trying like 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 I'm I'm, I'm doing better than I was before. Right. I, I'm, I'm still trying. But then when she's just like, how have you tried something like that? Like, I can't point. I can't point out. Different uh, symbols mm-hmm. or just different things like. I've tried because of this right here. You see, you see that. So you know that I'm trying. I'm trying because of this. And you see that because you know that I'm trying not under the basis of I'm trying, but nothing has come to pass yet. Has anything come to pass? 
Um, like when you say past, like over and done with? No, not over, not past. Has anything, has anything tangible, something that you can touch, something that, that she can actually see from your trying. Has that happened? That has not happened yet. That has not happened yet. And, and like I said, the only thing that I used to do was pay for the weed and liquor. Oh, damn, and, man. I, my, my bad. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm, I need to apologize to my fiance. Because trying is bullshit. It's, it, it's crazy. Until I have a conversation with another man like this, like I, I don't hold myself accountable to these type of things. Trying is bullshit. There's doing or not. And that's crazy how I really have to talk to talk to other men to like <laughs> actually see this. Cause I, I mean we all I, 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 I done tried her up and down the wall. But trying's bullshit. Like shit don't work until you just do it. Maybe we just need to start doing more. <laughs> Every now and then, you know, like in and I mean do more for the right people though. You know what I mean? Cause I don't, you know, I'm, we don't have to get, you know, too personal about everything. Cause thank you. You've got very personal. You, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I had to open up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we don't have to do too much into it. I, I do have like probably a couple more things to, you know, you know, that I'm pondering about. Um, but, but yeah, man, like, like we, we, we definitely have to do more like, we have to start holding ourselves accountable to the actions that we make, uh, that we made, and you know we have to fix them, or at least you know reconcile that you know sometimes it's something that's unfixable, but we do have to take accountability for them, and and that's for both. That's that's for both both of us, men and women. Mm. You know, because I, you know, I don't want to just drag down on the guys you know like hoes ain't shit niggas ain't shit all of that yeah you know what some, i mean some, some let down assholes out here <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know but you gotta you gotta be the right person for the right ones you know and that's something i had to learn myself as well you know uh but that's something that we live and we learn with but uh you know let's uh let's get a little bit back more back into it is is the communication there with you all too she 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 called before before we started recording yeah i mean <laughs> but previously i was texting and calling all day with no response so you know what i'm saying this the communication is is withering but i figure after today you know given this newfound information um i'm gonna start showing and doing a lot more tangible things things that she can see give me give me something something tangible that we can uh we can have the viewers privy to that that you're gonna drop on like like what's something tangible that you're gonna something one one thing tangible i will because right now i don't have a car i think that next month I don't know what what is the nineteenth today. Some shit like that. Some man. Shit like that. Okay. Well, <laughs> like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. On the first, uh, I should just buy a car. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have a car, and I think that's the first sign that's gonna show her, like, hey, okay, he's trying to be responsible, and he's trying to be because, you know, right now we're separated. And us being separated means that I don't get to see her or my kids every day. You know what I'm saying? Got to get back to that. Got to get back to that. De definitely, like, even if it's not the, uh, you know, seeing seeing her as much, you, you need to see your kids. You know, kids need their fathers, definitely, 100%. You are so right. I'll say the way that the world's going, everyone's molding your kid at least you should have your hands on that clay first before anyone else is doing that because things are crazy. People thinking crazy things nowadays. Public schools are nuts. 
like all, all of this stuff you know what i mean damn so we we, we definitely gotta do that and uh i know it is hard sometime for um for fathers to see their kids i'm 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 blessed that i feel like even if my uh, fiance and i we weren't together that it wouldn't be a struggle and i know it is a struggle for a lot of guys i got i got some friends that don't see their kids and they can't and it's not from the uh not from the lack of wanting to be there it's just that they can't the system doesn't work in our way you know it's uh very incentivized to put men on child support and things like that um you know for the most frivolous uh situations um and also you know for the the right situations you know um like that but it is very much incentivized to put men on child support and men go broke they they get depressed men they they delete themselves for these type of things you know yeah. what i mean yeah and it's not good for the kids either definitely so so kids need their fathers so hopefully we can uh you know at least get you in a situation where it's more uh where it's a more consistent thing um like i said i don't know your situation intimately like i mean me and you boys and stuff but you know we don't too much get into everything you know not, not too much everything but uh like hopefully we get you in a situation like like that because i can't you know i couldn't imagine i honestly couldn't imagine i've i have four kids uh four three two and six months and i've never spent a day where i haven't seen them you know maybe two days maybe two days you know out and about <laughs> but uh <laughs> well yeah that it, it doesn't happen and i I, I don't wish that on anyone because I don't know what I do. I really don't. I really don't. And I, I I think it's just even strong of you to keep, you know, keep going on. Like all the men who are continuing to go on, you know, not able to see the kid, their kids because I know if they love their kids as much as I love mine, like, I'd be going crazy not seeing them, you know? So, like, you guys are strong yeah, yeah. For, for being able to even, you know, hold out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember you broke down about yours, man. <laughs> yeah, dog. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I can't do it. No that way. That wasn't even a night. A night yeah. didn't even pass. Right, nigga. That was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like six hours. I was out the crib. I'm like, dog, nah, man. I can't. I can't do it, bro. <laughs> I That's can't do that thing. shit. But yeah, man. We gonna we we gonna figure some things out. We gonna get some uh, try to get some more strong brothers behind you. And behind the other men, you know what I mean. You know we gotta gotta start holding each other down. You know these girls out here with the sister code. You know you gotta man. have a bro code. Gotta yeah, yeah but you know you, you know we all in competition with each other. You know one hundred percent. That's how we keep it going. But you know we gotta start uh holding men accountable and also trying to help them. You know get to where they need to be. You know so they can do the things that they want to do. You know myself included. You know I'm I'm starting to get there. You know what I mean. It's actually been crazy being a, you know, being in the, you know, financial realm that I'm in now. Like, I've actually really been able to save, you know, just have bread to just have it and bills being paid. Like, it's crazy. It takes hard work, though. Yeah, that shit sounds lovely. Financial oh, freedom? That, <laughs> I wouldn't say freedom yet. I, I wouldn't say that yet. But, you know, we we chilling, you know. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty he good. Said, it's can't pretty complain. Good. Definitely can't complain. But man, thank you. Definitely. Thank you for thank you for going there. Okay? Cuz Yeah, yeah, I had to. Yeah, like I I knew it's been welling on you, you know, and like I said, Zach's not here. You know, we smoking and drinking anyway, so like might as well get in the fields for a bit, you know, let them let them know bit. about us uh a little bit more. Plus I stay quiet on in all the episodes, so it's like y'all finally getting to know me. I mean, mind you, uh he's the producer all right so <laughs> so i mean you don't you don't have to talk as much as us anyway you know they're nine times out of ten they're gonna hear me oh more God, than anyway just because so i like talking so fucking crazy. you know that that's that. that's kind of how we do it but yeah we definitely appreciate that um speaking of uh getting these fathers back in the house uh crazy shit in the news right now uh my girl told me about this actually 
there are photos of a five-year-old child performing Brazilian waxes on adult women. Oh my God! You know, you know what the Brazilian is, right? Yeah, Brazilian wax. <laughs> all right, bro. Oh so, my God! All right, man. So what? Uh, let me see. Uh, social media is up in arms right now. Uh, because a Memphis spa owner, Jasmine Moss has been posting photos and a video online of her five-year-old daughter assisting and waxing about two dozen clients. All right. So uh, this woman, she's only been licensed for the last two years, but she says she's been training her daughter, you know, for the last few weeks, you know, to learn the business and everything like that, which really wouldn't be bad if the, you know, her daughter was over 18. Playing with vaginas. <laughs> oh, she's not playing. They work it. That's <laughs> how they see it, though. I know, I know, I know. But uh, let me see. We have a quote from uh, Moss saying, she literally helped me wax 24 clients starting from 725 to 5 p.m. And she made a total of $744. And I'm going to put that towards whatever her future dreams and aspirations are. All right. Uh, we got a lot of people uh, responding on X uh, saying that everyone who got waxed, they should be on the registry. Uh, who are these 24 women who expose their privacy to this little girl? Uh, all 24 of them and the mother should be in jail. Um, they've also been reporting her to the board. Um to get her license taken away uh and it's already gone to the point where the memphis police had to step in and they even posted it on x that the memphis police department internet crimes against children task force has been made aware of images that are viral on social media of a minor performing a wax on a nude female a joint investigation is underway by mpd and department of child services so, like, CPS is getting into this. What do you think about the whole situation? That's crazy. Like, I mean, like, the way that I feel, and it's, like, non-biased, it's just like, yeah, she making her money, but she is fucking, what, five? Yeah, five-year-old. Five years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she's practicing, and it's a practice but the thing is, it's just like, no, she's too young for that. That's just like me prepping my child to do OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think it's really that far? I, I, I mean like like it is like naked women, like like it's nudity and stuff. I wouldn't say like OnlyFans, but it's it's definitely a line that's being crossed. Uh I agree with that. Um I see that Miss uh, Miss Moss is trying to, you know, pass on her knowledge to her daughter. I think she needs to take into account that her daughter's only five years old and her business consists of waxing private private parts. Like, I'm sure, like, isn't there any other type of waxing that, like, her daughter can help with? Like, don't they wax, like, armpits and, like, like upper lips and stuff yeah, and like that legs like, yeah and legs and stuff arms like that and stuff like that yeah, yeah bro like like let her help with that type of stuff why do you have to go straight to the brazilian, brazilian like oh that's the hardest part <laughs> yeah but that's a wild yeah. thing like it's a five-year-old like like i'm almost on the side of like maybe like cps should be involved i don't think it's a situation where the child should be taken away from her mother or anything like that but I mean, someone has to see what the fuck is going on. Somebody has crazy. to let her know that that's not okay. I mean, that's that's all I feel. Like, I feel like she doesn't know that it's not okay. And that's why she was posting it. But, excuse like, me. Like, like it, it was a flex. You know what I'm saying? It's like my daughter making money. She's making money. She, but, 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 like, the business, like, is, like, that's crazy. A five-year-old should not be... Should not be doing that. Like, I'm sure there's some type of dummies or something like that they can, like, try to practice on for the Brazilian. But like I said, there's other parts of a woman's body or a man's body. Well, maybe not a man because she's a five-year-old girl. But there's other parts of, like, a woman's body that they can wax and then they not deem it some type of, like, sexual infraction. 
You know what I mean? Like we said, legs, armpits, upper lip. Uh, shit, I don't know if they get they back. I don't know if they Persian. I don't know their yeah, arms, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I don't know, bro. But like, like there's other outlets that that uh, Miss Moss here can be taking to try to teach her daughter about her business. Like, I understand what she's trying to do. I just think that this act itself is it, it's almost egregious like it's it's just over the line bro like like it has to be that's why the and that's why the police is actually taking note of it like they wouldn't if you know you know if it was something just on the humbug right i mean yeah i mean like i mean the police probably having a hard time trying to figure out like hey is this a crime or is this a practice so it's like, I mean, like, Child Protective Services should get involved. But like I said, only just to show her that that's not okay. That's not something that she should be doing, even though that's the same sex. But same sex marriage is going on. and <laughs> <laughs> you, you think you think it deep on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying. No man, I to- I totally understand where you're going because it's just like I don't know. Like, is there is there easy, even like a flip side that this could be where the people are just like, all right, that's not good. Like, I don't know. Can can a doctor that's a male who does physicals, does sport physicals, teach his son how to do sports physicals? <laughs> And, <laughs> and, and, and then his son be in the office uh performing of telling niggas to turn their head and cough like like is he allowed At to five years old five, <laughs> <laughs> like 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 can i walk in there a little man be like all right drop your pants <laughs> you know, you know cough. And, it, and it just be regular about it Cause it's like she went through twenty four clients. Like, how were all these people when they went about it? Were they all just like, oh, "All right, yeah, go ahead, girl." You know what I mean? Cause I know if I walk in for a sports physical, some five year olds like, "Hey, bro, like, you already know what time it is. Like, just turn your head and cough." Just <laughs> like, no, nah, get out cough. of here. What, what are you doing? I wouldn't even <laughs> let anything like that go on. Oh man, nah, I know what you mean. But, uh, I mean, it's just the father figures, man. The father figures in the home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to understand that without a father figure, wild things can go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only wild things, but crazy things could go on. Hey, and we we just presuming we're we're honestly just presuming that there's no father in that home right now because we don't know that. Okay, I, this is not fact. No, yeah, it's, it's not, not a fact. fact. It's not. We're just presuming that. But I know if that was my house, there's no way that that would go on. I mean, hopefully he didn't tell her to do it. Oh no, we know that wasn't a thing. But like, like I said, I don't I don't think that would go on at all. But man, like, damn, we're actually really sticking to fathers tonight. Cause our next topic is Tony's topic. Actually, man, just let them know what it is. I mean, our next topic is, you know, and it's not in like grammatic order. It's but not it's, grammatic, man. That's not, not the word. That's that's not the word. That's not the word. Okay, well, it's not in. It, it's not in any. It's type not in of order, any type of any order. type of order, man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but it is car or TV dads. You know what I'm saying? And and like and I just want to go into this because I thought it was funny. Uh, but t- TV dads like Peter Griffin, Stan Smith. You know? Oh, just like talking about like like the best TV dads. Yeah, yeah. All right, let, let's just let, let's just uh. All right, let, let, we'll do it like this. All right, so you'll just name one. You'll. You'll go ahead and say why you think he's a he's a good dad and everything, and then we'll just go back and forth like that. Um, we were actually talking about this earlier too, because I was trying to find like bad TV dads, but there's really not many. I got two for you guys, but um, as far as trying to find a bad TV dad, 
the dads aren't ever really bad. They can be stupid, like incompetent mm-hmm. and things like that, but they're never just outright bad. But I did find just two for you guys, and I think you guys will agree with me. So uh, I'll just leave it off with Tony here. Uh, what's one of your best TV dads? One of my best TV dads, and I hate to go like straight for the gusto, but I got to, and it's Hank Hill. Like, if anybody knows Hank Hill, like, they know he is a stand-up guy. Like, he don't take no bullshit. He kicks all his friends' asses. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he, he keep them all in line, man. They respect that man, though, because he's he good, him. bro. Yeah. He is low-key, like, the best dad, bro. Like, I, I love the King of the Hill, bro. That's really one of the ones, at least for younger people, I think, uh, is under the radar as far as shows because... It isn't too much a show just about the laughs. You feel me? Like, like there's always a lesson. Like, it's actually grounded in real life and stuff. And if you look at the things that Hank does, he's just a great fucking dad. Like, he... He tries to help his son Bobby do whatever he needs to do. He tries to, you know, usher him in the right way. Yeah, you know, yeah. every now and then he doesn't listen, but he doesn't, you know, just beat the shit out of him because, of, you know, he always tries to do it in a great way. Like, definitely, <laughs> Hank Hill is the shit, bro. Like, he he would be, you know, a great dad for anybody. Yeah, Hank Hill is the shit. shit. Let me uh, let me think of one real quick. Um, Yeah, who you got? I mean, let, let, let's just go straight for the gusto, bro. Like, Uncle Phil, bro. Okay, Uncle Phil? Uncle and you think Phil, he's a bro. bad dad? No, best. I, don't, I told you, I don't have bad. I, okay. I, I only got the two bad ones, and I'll just let them know at the end of the line here. But... Yeah, like I said, Uncle Phil, he's one of the best dads ever. Like, I feel like Uncle Phil looked like my pops. <laughs> like, just because, like, <laughs> big, light-skinned nigga. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fucking grays and shit. Like, like that's, that's how I look at my pops, though. But Uncle Phil, like, not only for his kids, but he took in Will. Uh, you know, got them into a good school. He's a hard-working man, lawyer, uh, turned into a judge. Always does good by his wife, his kids. Shit, he treats his butler better than we treat uh, the uh, than we treat some of our fucking family, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man, and and he he uh, I always think of that fucking scene where he go in on Will Dad, uh, and Will's dad is acting like it's a game or something. Like, all right, you won, and he's just like, man, it's not about that, nigga. Like, like you need to take care of your son, but but I'm 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 glad at least in the show, you know they gave uh they gave james avery you know the grace to be that father in there for a lot of uh a lot of guys who don't have dads you know what i mean i know a lot of guys who look up to uncle phil as as a positive father figure man shout out to j cole shout out you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) what you got another one over there bro uh i'm gonna spark another one for him real quick oh hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah uh, same uh, brand, y'all. Same brand. But I cannot get over. I'm talking about TV dad. This is something like I'm not talking about like real life. You know what I'm saying? TV dad. I'm gonna say Bill Cosby. Okay, so don't judge me. Hey man, look. Hey, we can appreciate the art and say fuck the artist. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, nigga, we we still listen to Chris Brown, don't we? Yeah. You know Hell what I'm yeah. saying? Hell yeah. Niggas still listening to fucking the Chocolate Factory and Ignition, ain't they? Yeah, they's banging that shit. You feel me? So we can appreciate the art and not the artist. So just go ahead, because we all know that Heathcliff Huxtable is a great dad. Heathcliff Huxtable. Heathcliff. Huxtable, nigga. Oh my god, he was the perfect dad, and he was so fucking funny. Like that shit was fucking crazy. Uh, I wish I had some anecdotes to tell you. Oh, about oh about uh about the show in the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, let me see. I'm I'm trying to think here. Well, I mean, the man's a doctor. You know, he's taking care of his family. Um, uh, mama lawyer. All the kids are doing pretty well. Um, he actually listens to his children. He's uh, stern with them, but he but he definitely does communicate with them and everything. Makes everybody laugh. 
Well, no, we we can't go against Heath Heathcliff Huxtable being a great dad. We all know. You know, Bill Cosby may have done what he did. You know, Quaaludes. <laughs> Quaaludes. Yeah. All of that <laughs> shit. But we're not taking anything away from the Cosby show. Nigga. Yeah. We, we will never. All right, you can fight me about it. We not doing it. Mr. Quaalude has made a golden show. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Let me see. Who's another good one? Matter of fact, I'm going to just bring this one out that no one ever thinks about. <coughs> Ooh, sorry, y'all, man. This shit is like 42% THC, so it's pretty good. All right, but. Let's <laughs> All right, but Professor Utonium. From Powerpuff Girls, bro. Okay. Listen, so was he listen, a ne listen. negligent dad? No, nigga, listen. No one ever thinks about him because he's technically not their real dad because he made them with sugar and spice and everything nice. And then, you know, Chemical X and fell in that John. And then now you got three lovely girls. You know what I'm saying? Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Right. 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 But here's, here's the work that is going unnoticed from this show. Because these girls are so powerful as far as their superpowers, no one is noticing that though they are superheroes, this man is feeding them every single day. Clothing them. He's clothing them. He's talking to them about their problems. Hell, he has superheroes in preschool because he know. Matter of fact, they might be in kindergarten, actually. I think that may be kindergarten. Yeah, Pokey Oaks is a kindergarten. You're right. Good shit. See, good thing. These are the good things about these these episodes, all right? Because me and you are the same age, so we're so so well, we damn, near, damn near the same age, so we're at least supposed to know about the same shit. But yeah, he has them in kindergarten because he knows that education is good, you know, you know, to to grow children and stuff like that. Like he is actually taking care of these girls anytime they're in. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> Anytime they're in danger, like he is genuinely worried. He knows that they're, they're superhumans and stuff like that. But still, like he loves those girls as his own. And I don't think that he gets enough credit about that. Everyone just looks at him like he's the professor and he's just a regular ass caregiver. That man is a good dad. That man's a good dad. Straight up. Uh, I mean, I, I I feel I feel like, I mean, just what I know off of him, I feel like he is maybe. You said he is a good dad. He's a great dad. Man. He's, He's a, a great, great dad. dad. How many how many men could take care of three girls, let alone three superhuman girls, and then have them actually live? He's a bad dad. You're a fucking liar. He got them fighting monsters. He's not making them do anything. The girls are doing it themselves because they know that they can. They and outside. And he is such a good dad that he is letting them use their powers for good and he believes in them, dog. What they're outside they at a young age. That's like waxing. That's like waxing <laughs> vagina <laughs> at five years old. <laughs> this nigga's wild, bro. It is not the same. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with you. That's like me letting my five-year-old daughter wax a vagina just because she's good at it. This nigga a liar, bro. Professor Utonium is a great dad. He is a bad father. Ain't me and him gonna fight after the show just to let you. He know. is a bad it's father. They're fighting him. monsters that don't got shit to do with them. Yes, it does. Because if the monsters aren't fought, the entire town. No, sorry. The city of Townsville is going to go down. All right. And the only people capable of doing it is the girls, bro. He's a bad dad because he's letting superheroes be superheroes. You want to lock him up in a cage and just die? She's a good mother for her letting her daughter wax some vagina. And get paid. That's going towards her college tuition. Dog, this ain't the same. This is not the same. I didn't think we were gonna fucking argue about any good dads, man. This is fucked up. Hey, Amen. Good thing that was a mother <laughs> and, and not a father. 
Whatever, bro, man. I, I I know the viewers are gonna fucking agree, bro. You you're you're going off on a tangent, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, man. Get, get, give us a couple more, man, and then I'm gonna drop the two bad dads for y'all. Okay, another one. Uh, I'm gonna say Tim Taylor. Tim the Tool Man <laughs> Taylor. Yes. Um, so I'm so glad you know that. <laughs> I'm so movie. glad you know that. Yes. Hey, he was hey, a great hey, dad. Who? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dog. You you wouldn't know how much I actually talk about Wilson. I talk about Wilson so much. I talk about Wilson almost every day at fucking work. How me, do you know Wilson? Wilson from from fucking Home Improvement. I'm saying, how do you? No, know? I'm just saying. We always talk about it. Like we'll go up to like a truck or something. We'll go up to the doors and then we'll only show each other each other's eyes. And then That's we'll fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. We'll start trying to have a deep conversation about some real shit and just be laughing about it. But yeah, man, you're not a liar, man. Tim is a great dad too, man. Definitely, definitely good dad. Especially even like bringing up Wilson. Him even going out there to try to get advice from an older man on how to deal with problems within his family, you know, so everything can work out. You know, Wilson the has the answers, good, man. Wilson always had the answers. He has bro. the answers. Man, they should have said more about Wilson because I need to know if he had a son because I know Wilson had to have been a great dad, bro. No, I think. Think what? No, no, I was saying like I think I think he does have a, a son. Yeah, but we didn't know anything about Wilson, man. We did. They didn't let us know. They no, didn't they didn't us. let us know. I think the gate fell one time. The gate never fell. I don't think there. We never seen his face. I don't think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up tonight. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and like go to like the last episodes of like Home Improvement or something like that and see if anything ever happened. But I don't think we ever saw Wilson. But I'm just saying, I think he he would would have been a great dad. I mean, he was definitely a father figure for Tim in the show, and he took those things from Wilson and implemented them into his family, and that made him an even better dad. Especially having like a fucking family just full of boys, all that goddamn to test uh, testosterone in the fucking house, bro. I know it it was a fucking uh it was fucking mess every now and then, but he got it together, bro. I, he definitely got it together. <laughs> oh, and and I'm actually gonna I know I told you to name another one, but I'm gonna take one from your list. Which one were you thinking? I'm taking Red Foreman from your list. Oh my god. Yep. Red Foreman from that seventy show. Fucking hard ass, like no bullshit dad. Like a dad that some people would look from the outside in and be like, he can't be a good dad. You know what I mean? He's mean. You know, he's crass yeah. and stuff like that. But just if you bring it down to the bare bones, uh, Red built up a foundation to be able to take care of his family. Um, even though he had a hard time with his daughter, uh, he tried to instill the right things into her. Uh, also having a hard time with uh, with his son. Um, throwing some shit into uh, Eric. Um, always being... Uh, stern with him you know stern still loving let him know that he love him every now and then you know what i'm saying like but he was a man's man and he definitely cared and loved for his family i don't think anybody can argue about that great dad very good dad yeah okay like even the fact that like taking in his fucking friends too like having all those goddamn teenagers down in the basement you you knew you knew red knew that they were smoking weed the whole time right Red knew that they were down there smoking weed. Yeah, that's what makes him a bad dad. Shut the fuck up. You He's had a him, bad you had dad. Him, you had him on your list, nigga. You had him on, That's your list. See, he just wants to be a contrarian, y'all. He just wants to argue to argue right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I took this nigga from his list, and now he's calling him a bad dad. It's crazy. But you know. Now I think about it. Just bring it all the Letting all the neighborhood kids go down there, you know that they're safe. They're not doing anything crazy. Under my roof is crazy. It's the 70s, bro. Come on. It's the 70s. That's a whole different climate. Who wasn't smoking weed? 
come on see you're not even thinking of it like that now you're not even thinking like this is so fucking common it's not even a thing and it's not the weed that we're smoking smoking now they smoking bullshit they got to smoke about like 10 blunts to get to where we are right now off of two joints damn you feel me so they down there basically smoking grass just talking shit with each other there's nothing bad about that and he is on your list again like i said so you can't call him bad I can't call him bad. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus I can't Christ. Call him bad. All right, now give us one more so I can give him the bad dads <clears throat> for you. Uh, yeah, because you got a you got a heavy list. Go go ahead and name the rest of them that you have and explain the one that you want to end off with. You can go ahead and just rattle off rattle off the rest of your list. Okay, so I said Frank Murphy. From F is for family. He was a good he was a good dad in his own right. <laughs> he was built as funny as fuck, dude. In his own right. Like he was a good dad. Like just because he had a temper didn't mean you know what I'm saying he didn't love you. Hey, you know hey the, the man did a job that he hated to take care of his family. Okay, exactly. <laughs> working at a goddamn airport. <laughs> Bill Burr is so fucking funny, dude. Um, uh, Jerry Smith from uh <laughs> from uh Rick and Morty. You think Jerry is a good dad? He's a great dad. I think he's. More they sweet. treat him like a peon. He acts like a peon. You can't. Act I don't like know. I feels like I feel like he's more so neutral because he doesn't really do anything good or bad. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of like a I'm their dad. Not really exceptional or, you know, bad or anything like that. Crediting, yeah. You you know so I wouldn't say good or bad for him. Okay. Um. Bob Oblong from the Oblongs. <laughs> I don't think anyone even knows about the Oblongs, bro. That shit is so fucking funny, though. He's like the most encouraging dad. Hey, look, this man had no arms and no legs. Literally walked on his butt. <laughs> like they they were next to like some like toxic fucking wasted shit and they were all deformed and shit Bob Bob Long was a good fucking dad it was just a weird fucking show though yeah it was a weird ass situation alright but what's the one that you want to end up on uh give us your your best out of the the rest of your list the best out of the rest of my list yeah um, let's talk about it Ooh. Anytime now. Look, but it's not the best. It's I would say like Fred Sanford from Sanford and Son. You big dummy. <laughs> Dude. Alright, man. Old ass fucking show. Fred Sanford, just like fucking Red Foreman, was mm -hmm. hard nosed, don't take no shit type of dad. Fucking ran a, uh, what did they run? A goddamn, a junk, sal a yeah, junk goddamn yard. junkyard, fucking salvage yard and shit. He let his son live with him like past 30. All right, that's good enough right there. That's already good enough. I'm not taking anything else away from Fred because there's a lot to talk about with him. But just the fact that he let his 30-year-old son live with him, that is enough. That is enough to call him a good dad, straight up. And he never lied to that boy. Always kept it 100 with his friends, with uh, his son, with yeah, his paramours yeah, he that did. he had. Yeah, he did. That man, he was real true and true, straight up. Like, R.I.P. Red Fox, straight up, man. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. to him. Um... It's your last one, man. You're over here umming all the time. And yeah, let me let me just. This yeah, is your last one. <laughs> this is my last one. Make make it a good one. And most won't agree. But Ooh, Stan good. Stan Smith. Stan Smith. American Dad. 
No, nah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Stan Smith works for the CIA. Doesn't appreciate his wife, uh, Francine. He's also doesn't appreciate his wife. He's also mean to Haley because she's not a conservative like him. She's very much liberal, and like he does everything short of calling Steve gay. How does that? Like, it, it is it good because he takes care of them. And like every now and then he learns a lesson. It's good because (laughs) (laughs) it's good because he teaches he teaches lessons. Sweep low, (laughs) grab low, rob low, grab low, rob low. (laughs) So because he taught that he's a good dad. Yeah, this is the only one I'm going to disagree with you on because he was almost on my bad dad list. Why? Reason I still name 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 episode that he's bad. Yes, I mean most of them, dude. He doesn't believe in Steve doing anything until he finally does it. Then he switches teams like bandwagon. He's always mean to fucking. uh, He's mean to Haley's fucking boyfriend Jeff. Given Jeff is a fucking pothead, no good, like, punk, basically. Like, so she, he may be trying to, like, just protect her from that type of shit. But he doesn't really take her, uh, he doesn't really take her uh, opinion into account on a lot of stuff on the episodes. Given he was a much better dad in the beginning, like, he used to take her to, like, like the Girl Scouts and all of that stuff. But then as soon as she started mm-hmm. branching out and the stuff that she wanted to do, they kind of, kind of, like like broke paths a bit then again, so so that's, that's a, why I, I leave him that's off a of clone my, that's a clone she's a clone no but that wasn't the clone she's not the clone no that because this goes back to when she was a kid that was way before they were even doing that shit on the uh on the other episodes and stuff yeah, see, you can't blame it on a clone. Oh, like, man. that's why I, I leave him neutral, though, because he still does have, like, redeeming qualities. But he was almost on my bad dad list. But here we go for the bad dads. Like I said, I could only find two outright. One of them, all of you guys should know. One of them, maybe only if you watched Avatar the Airbender. But Avatar the Airbender, Father Lord Ozai. First of all, leader of the Fire Nation. He scarred his son Zuko. He shunned him from the nation. He imprisoned the daughter. After all of that, they finally, uh, like everything uh, culminates into the war and shit. And then they're fighting the avatar and stuff but at this point zuko's already on the avatar side he's fighting his dad and shit like that like you don't care about your kids like in that show they're literally trying to kill each other there's nothing around that so that makes you a bad dad because you're trying to kill your son and you imprison your daughter there's no redeeming qualities for him i couldn't find one he said it was to teach him respect teach him respect by trying to kill him that's ridiculous. That's going way too far. And I, I, I love tough love, okay? But that's not tough love. That's that's way past that. You're a horrible dad for that. Straight up. Would you want him as a dad? Would no, you have, I wouldn't. Would, would you I have learned the lesson that he was trying to fucking pass on to you? No. Exactly. You would just want to kill him. <laughs> you would just want to kill him. And if your kids want to kill you, you can't be a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way majority rule straight up and then here's the other one that i think everybody will agree with i don't think they ever give him a name i think he's just dead but timmy turner's dad from the fairly odd parents he's literally like him and the mom like we can just say bad parents the worst parents ever on tv because they are literally the reason that he has fairy godparents Oh wow, bro! Like, like, just just think about the episodes. How do they always go? Timmy, either he's like coming home from school or something like that. He sees his parents, and then they let them know something fantastic that they're about to do. Hey, we just got Chip Skylark uh, concert tickets, and guess what? We have a surprise for you. 
Timmy gets so happy about it. Then they open up the door. They say, it's Vicky. Because you're not going. We're not taking you anywhere. Oh, shit. And they do that all the time for him. They do that all the time. They went on a vacation one time. And then instead of taking him on the vacation, they sent him to... I forgot what the fucking place is called. I always just say, like, uh, happy-go-lucky... <laughs> uh fun camp or something whatever the thing was it had the fucking uh clown mascot and then those two uh people like mm-hmm. i'm peppy happy betty i'm peppy happy gary we're peppy happy peppy happy peppy happy hap <laughs> you remember that shit <laughs> but that's basically a prison it was basically just a prison for kids they never really uh they never really uh, like gave him any confidence in anything. They never congratulated him for anything at all. They have zero re- redeeming qualities. These have got to be the worst parents. Like, and honestly, I can't find just a straight up bad dad in like, like uh, actual like sitcoms and stuff. Only you can find the closest that are actually bad dads and cartoons because i really tried to find find it in like actual fucking sitcoms and stuff but i can't find an outright just bad dad like maybe hal from malcolm in the middle but still even he wasn't that bad he was just kind of stupid yeah he, he was he was ditzy you know what i mean so like yeah. it's hard to find but like like timmy turner's dad his mom and shit horrible horrible but i think you can only do that in cartoons that's why you can rarely find it if you can find it his dad was stupid too who's dad timmy turner's dad well i mean but they were more neglectful than stupid like they weren't there enough to be stupid they were just always gone (laughs) no yeah you feel me so you are you feel so so that even that just makes them worse because they're gone like you leave him with an abusive teenager for most of his life. You feel me? So, but yeah, man, like I said, man, if y'all can find any bad dads in actual sitcoms, let us know. Cause we really couldn't think of any, that was just the list that we could uh, find. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, man, two things here. First of all, this entire episode, y'all, we we have recorded it. We had the game. I don't know if y'all know what that means, because I don't know what that means. But the game was too high on my mic. All right? So there may have been a bit of a distortion. But we're going to keep it rocking, because we want y'all to know that this is real. This is bare-bones shit. We're going we gonna to continue to post these, even where there be slip-ups and everything. Now and then, you feel me? Just to keep it a buck with y'all. You feel me? Like, like we gonna keep this podcast real. Everybody got their cuts and every now and then and shit like that. But we not doing that with y'all. We may not have a dead air, but if we have a problem on the audio, we gonna let it rock because we real, y'all. Definitely gonna let it rock. But also, make sure that you guys listen to us on Pandora, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Stitcher on Deezer (laughs) and on anything else on any platform that you listen to podcasts on also guys we will be having our socials up soon hopefully in the next week we will have our socials up so you can come uh you can come and you can chat with us you can let us know things that you want to hear on the podcast because we want to be real close-knit with our fan base whoever's listening like you feel me we just want to be real close-knit with y'all so we can we can do this show together y'all we're gonna try to have some fun here like i said thank you for listening to us and we out y'all deuces deuces